0: and how you want to move in and through us lord be with these people as they tune in now in jesus name we pray amen
1: i'm gonna try and share just a little bit in case you didn't know y'all are welcome to stay at the altar that is a very good place to stay The title of this message is Glory. <laughs> That's what he said. Glory. There there are benefits to the glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, the Bible tells us that Moses Moses was 120 years old when he died. I heard was Pastor John Kilpatrick teaching on it. You know, I'd read it before, but never really thought about it. Moses was 120 years old. Moses lived in the glory. You know, he stayed in God's glory. It says in the Bible that Moses' eye was not dim. It's something else. <laughs> his, his natural force was not abated. Amen. 120 years old, Moses didn't need, need these. I need these to see y'all clearly. 120 years old, he was still strong, and Pastor Kilpatrick brought out, because Moses lived in the glory to such a degree, his body was not quitting. God had to tell him, okay, Moses, it's time for you to die. He told him. It's 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 time, Moses. Time for you to come on up here with me. Because he was still a strong, healthy man because he lived in the glory. One way we get out, we get in the glory is we have to get out of ourself. We have to be willing to push past our fear, push past intimidation, push past whatever keeps us out of the presence of God. In 2 Chronicles 16, 9, it says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. God is constantly, even today, looking for someone to let his glory manifest through. (laughs) He is looking He is searching for someone that's willing to let his glory manifest through. As Pastor Dennis said, the glory is in us. The glory is in us. Think about that. The glory of God is in you. Thank you, Jesus. I know that's right. Glory. Glory means heaviness. And we have felt that. I have felt that. Weightiness. I have felt the glory. Like that words. I was standing up here a while ago. And every time I said glory. My knees were knocking harder. I could tell it. Every time I would say glory. My body would tremble. A little more. It just kept stepping up, stepping up, stepping up. Glory also means abundant supply. It also means fullness of thought and words. When God's glory comes in, Thoughts change. It changes the way we think. It takes us out of the natural realm of thinking and transports us into the spirit realm. We think on a whole nother level in the glory. We think on a whole nother level in the glory. We talk on a whole nother level in the glory. In the glory, our problems just fall. In the glory, what seemed impossible all of a sudden becomes possible in the glory. Matashekara Matakotorata shake it. Bible says in Psalms eight, verse five. Psalms eight, verse five. We're starting in verse 4. It says, What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the Son of man that thou visitest him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. put a crown, his crown of glory upon us. So what does that, verse 6, thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Over the works of whose hands? Over the works of God's hands. He gave man dominion over creation. in the glory in the glory glory <laughs> we don't we don't have dominion outside of the glory we have dominion in the glory that's why we got to get in the glory because when we get in the glory that's where the dominion takes place that's where the abundance takes place that's where the fullness of thought that's where our mind is trans that's where our thoughts are changed is in the glory the more time I spend in his presence and in the glory the next thing you know I wake up and I think back I used to think like this Nowadays, and you get to looking back at how you used to think and think, how could I have ever thought like that? It's because of the glory. The glory transforms your mind. It renews your mind. There are people that have read this word front to back, back to front. However you want to read it, just reading it, and they're not transformed. But when you get in God's presence and you read this word, it will transform you. The glory changes everything. (laughs) (laughs) Glory. Hey, glory. 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 Woo Hmm. Hmm. Glory. 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 You see, it's it's God is not a respecter of persons. His glory realm is not. He didn't look down and say, Okay. Today, I'll let evangelist Monica enter into my glory. Today, I'll let Pastor Dana enter into my glory. God's not a respecter of persons. He says, whosoever will. It's open to anyone that wants to step into it. It does require... Getting out of your comfort zone sometimes. Well, every time. Second Chronicles 7. This is what I'm looking for. Well, this is one. I have, I've prayed, and I have seen it. That the glory fills this house to the degree that people sitting in the back can't sit in can't sit. They fall out of their slide out of their seat. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm pressing for. Hmm. Second Chronicles 7, 1 through 3. It says now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. And the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord because of the glory of the Lord that had filled the house. And when all the children saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord Upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. When the glory comes in, it's no more about us. Yes, our needs are met in the glory. But the way that you get into the glory is you lay all of that stuff down and you focus on him. You focus on Jesus and him alone to worship him. Not because we worship him because he's done things for us and we worship him because he's going to do things but there's a place where we worship him just because he is, period. Whether he never does anything else for us again, whether he never gives us another breath, we worship him just because he is worthy to be worshipped. That's where you enter into the glory realm, where it's all about him. It's all about him. And when Jesus died on the cross and the veil of the temple was rent, which means it was tore, it actually, in, you know, there's nothing in the Bible that's put in there by accident or just because they needed filler. You know, some books that people write, they put stuff in it because they need, they need some filler. God didn't add filler to his word. If he put it in there, he put it in there for a purpose. He said that the veil the Bible says that the veil is rent from top to bottom. He doesn't just say it was rent in two, rent top to bottom. God ripped the veil from heaven to earth to make a way. So that every single person can step into the glory. Every single person can step into the glory. (laughs) Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. 2 Kings 6. 17, I'm just going to paraphrase it. This is the story where Elisha prayed for his servant's eyes to be open, because the enemy was coming against him, coming to get him. The enemy was coming after Elisha. Elisha lived in the glory. His servant walked beside him. Now, hear this. His servant walked with him, ministered to him, but that didn't mean he lived in the glory. When elisha found out these folks were coming after him, he was not afraid. his servant was afraid. There's no fear in the glory. <laughs> Elijah just simply said, open his eyes, Lord, that he can see. Let him see. Let my servant see into the glory round. It says, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. <laughs> Elijah wasn't afraid of nothing. Because he lived in the glory. So he opened the heavens for his servant to see in the glory. Matthew seventeen one through seven. glory it says and after six days Jesus taketh Peter, James and John his brother and bringeth him up into a high mountain apart and was transfigured before them and his face did shine as the sun and his raiment was white as the light and behold there appeared unto them Moses and Elias talking with him Says then Peter. Then answered Peter and said unto the, to Jesus, Lord, it is good, for us to be here, if thou wilt let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee and one for Moses, and one for Elias. While he yet spake, behold a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were sore afraid. A bright cloud, the glory, come down and overshadowed them. Supernatural, realm. Came down. You know Jesus. Jesus walked in the glory. Everywhere he went, he walked in the glory. Because he was never defeated. We get outside the glory, we can be defeated. In the glory, we're never defeated. Jesus was never defeated. Signs and wonders just... I mean, Jesus just show up and demons start screaming. I mean, he didn't have to track them down. They ju- he just, he just, his presence, he just showed up. And the demons start saying, don't, don't do this. Don't, it's not our time. They started, they knew the power. They knew the glory. That's probably how they know who to mess with and who, who they can't mess with. It's the glory because the demons were in the glory at one time. Think about that. They li- they were in, they lived in the glory at one time. so they know what's in the glory. Hmm. John 10, 10. The last part of that verse says that, it's talking about Jesus, says that I can, I am come that they might have life, that they might have it more abundantly. Abundant life is in the glory. That was actually part of the definition of Glory that was part of the definition. If I can find it again, it talks about abundance is in the glory. There's no lack in the glory. When Moses actually asked God says, Show me your glory." God told him, "Says I can't show you my face. He hid him in the rock and let him see, see his, the, the backside of God. He couldn't stand to see everything that God was. Because that's what he was asking for. I want to see you. I want to see everything that you are. But his flesh could not take everything that God was. <laughs> so God showed him a glimpse when I was studying and praying about this. God showed me his glory is like an iceberg. You know an iceberg's got a little bit sticking above the water, but there's a whole lot under the water that you don't see that's the- that's <laughs> That's how God's glory is. He gives us a glimpse of his glory. Philippians 4:19, we all know this one it says, "This is where Paul says, "But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus." I hit it while ago. Sometimes we need our speech changed. In the glory. In the glory. It changes the way you think. It changes the way you see things. What used to look like defeat, now you can see victory. In the glory. In the glory. old mindsets are changed in the glory what you didn't think was possible suddenly becomes possible in the glory Moses led over a million people through the Red Sea in the glory because he lived in the glory there was no one el- no one else that could stand on that rock and stretch forth their staff and tell the people to march forward and the sea open. Moses could because Moses lived in the glory. <laughs> I just saw something right there. I'm going to share it with you. This will help you. This. When you've got a leader that lives in the glory, like Moses lived in the glory, and that leader speaks to you, speaks a word to you, that word come out of the glory realm. all they are is a conduit that God spoke through it's a glory word we have to grab hold of that word and believe that word we have to grab hold of it and not turn it loose Because it come out of the glory realm. We have to believe that word. We have to get a vice grip on it. Just like (laughs) John showed me a fish that Shay had caught. And she's holding him by the lip with a pair of vice grips. You know, you lock them things down, he ain't going nowhere. That's how we gotta get a hold of that word. When it comes out of the glory realm, we get a hold of it and we don't let it go. And that's when that word comes to pass. Hallelujah. Let's go to Second Chronicles verse 13 it, says, it came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord and when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. So it is biblical. Biblical for the glory of God to come in to such a degree that we cannot even stand. This was Old Testament. We have a better covenant. But this says in verse 13, the trumpeters and singers were as one. To make one sound. To make one sound. So, our altar call today is going to be a little different. (laughs) I want to invite you down. I want to invite the praise team to come back to help Pastor Dana. I want to invite you down to the altar. And we're just going to, they're going to lead us in praise and worship. We're going to close our eyes. and We're going to be one with them. We're going to be one with the instruments and music. We're going to be one with the voices. And we're going to let the glory of God come in. We want the glory to come in. I don't know if I'll pray for anybody, but if I do, that's fine. If I But we're going to let God just we just want the glory to show up. So I invite you down. You can stand, you can sit on the altar. If y'all if y'all want to sit on the whatever's comfortable for y'all. But just come and let the glory let the glory of God come in. that's where that's it's where your solutions are. If you've got a problem, let's face it, we all got problems. We live on planet Earth. we haven't been we haven't been raptured yet, so we've got issues. But in the glory is where those are met. In the glory is where your solution comes from.
0: Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.